Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on Starline by author, podcast creator, and host of Strange Arrivals. You might have read his noir crime novels, The Vaults, Scorch City, and Invisible Streets. It's time for Toby Time with Toby Paul. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Toby, let's go beyond the mic. September 19th, 1961. Betty and Barney Hill see a light in the sky. And that begins the tales you tell on Strange Arrivals. As you researched each episode, what did you discover that unnerved you other than Betty and Barney drove by where your house stands on September 20th, 1961? Um, well, it's interesting. With Betty and Barney Hill, um, they their story, it's hard to know exactly what happened with them, but what isn't hard to understand is that they 100% believed that on the night of uh, September 19th, that they were abducted by an alien spaceship and were examined, put through some medical examinations. Betty said she had conversations uh, with these aliens, but they didn't remember it, right? They, they drove home and they realized that they were missing a certain number of hours, like two or three hours during the night. And and it wasn't until two years later when they when they were, went under hypnosis that they then recalled these incidents that had happened that night on that spaceship. And I, I think what's what's sort of weird about that, just even in our own lives, is that you know whether it happened or not, the idea that you can have these memories um, that seem very very real, but may not have happened, right? And, and that's just the way your memory works. Um, and, and memories will change over time. Uh, and so things that you feel like you remember very clearly may in fact not have happened exactly that way. Um, so that's something that, that was sort of one of the lessons from the Betty and Barney Hill story was the way your memory works, but the story itself, uh, you know, this is the first real abduction story is in and of itself, like kind of eerie and creepy. And the idea that they didn't have anything that had happened before. It's not like now where you could, you know, watch a movie about it or read a book about it or something like that. They didn't have anything like that. This just happened to them and they had to figure out what, what was going on. What happened to us? What did it mean? We've talked to Dr. Travis Taylor about the events you cover in season two of strange arrivals, the Rendlesham forest incident. How did that story change you? Uh, well, you know, Again, it was another kind of situation where you had three different main people who who were involved in in the sighting, and they all had slightly different stories about what happened and slightly different interpretations about what happened. And um, in addition to just this strange, you know, I for people who don't know the story, this is at a um, there's a an Air Force base in in uh england and at the time it was basically run by americans and there was a uh there was a light coming out of the forest and some uh air force guys went to investigate and they found a a, a sort of a ship in a clearing that was hovering and one of them stayed behind and the other one went and sort of you know explored it and and, and checked it out um and then the next day there was another sighting and the day after that there was a huge sighting with a whole bunch of different lights in the sky um but they they all has kind of had slightly different takes about what it was and what it meant 
And um, so I, I ended up actually being able to talk to each one of them about their experiences, which was really interesting. And they all kind of came away with it with a different sort of feeling about what it meant. You know, one guy uh, thought it meant thought that there were people from the future coming back to give us a message that they had left in code. You know, another one thought it was uh, a, a secret a Russian satellite had crashed and had been removed, but that it had left some some sort of strange sort of after effects. Uh, and the other guy just thought it was pretty much a straight up UFO situation that the government was trying to quash. Um, so, so that was it was really interesting talking to them. And they all, you know, I think the disagreements kind of uh, created some tension between them. I didn't talk to them at the same time. I had to talk to them separately and it took a little while to get their trust and stuff. So it was interesting just hearing just three different takes on on the exact same story. Toby Ball from the podcast Strange Arrivals joins us beyond the mic and it's time for the Rocky and Eight, Toby. Eight random questions. All you have to do is answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure. Favorite fiction writer you like to read? John Lacare. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, probably a politician. That makes sense. <laughs> Sorry. How did your focus on podcasting change since Toby Ball's Deep Dive Book Club podcast? Yeah, so I started doing um, sort of these more like documentary podcasts. So a lot of research and a lot of writing instead of just talking to people. Where is the best place in Syracuse? Best place in Syracuse? The JMA Dome, formerly the Carrier Dome. Tell me, who's your favorite author other than yourself at Noir at the Bar? Oh, uh, Laura Bricker. How does a noir crime novelist get pulled into the world of the X-Files? It was just, you know, it's something I was interested in since I was a kid, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, reading UFO comic books, you know, watching UFO movies. Uh, I've always been kind of interested in it. Now, do you believe in library fines? Is that the biggest responsibility as an alternate trustee for the Durham Public Library Board of Trustees? I believe in very, very uh, small library fines. <laughs> One of your first social media posts was, quote, if my furnace was a high school senior, it would get into no colleges, unquote. Did that furnace ever get drafted? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> Tell me, how do you go from the editor of the Congressional Quarterly to history teacher to community organizer to author to podcaster on UFOs and unexplained phenomenon? Uh, it's it's called being directionless. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of finding the next sort of interesting thing, I think. Toby Ball joins us beyond the mic, and it's time for one big question. Toby, this season on Strange Arrivals, you look at UFO researchers who've developed theories to explain the phenomenon. Do you believe that alien life has visited or are on Earth right now? You know, I don't, but I I don't want to be like disrespectful of people who do. I mean, there are reasons why people do believe it, but I personally, like, I just haven't seen the evidence that makes me think that it's possible. He believes in library finds, but not UFOs. Loves the Carrier Dome. Toby Ball wants you to enjoy Season 3 of Strange Arrivals wherever you find podcasts. Toby, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. All right, thanks, Sean. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut. <laughs>